Guts. Check. Flats. Check. Engine. Check. Coffee maker. Check. We are go. Okay, boys. Launch. You're listening to The Lock. Radio Freedom Scale 101.7 FM, America's number one college variety comedy radio show. I'm your host, Nick Trellia. And I'm Kalib. And I am Rachel Kukaji. We have a great show lined up. We're going to be talking about songs you do not want played at your wedding and addressing the impending insect invasion of the Midwest. But as always, let's get started with Wacky World. Wow. I don't believe it. There's something you don't see every day. All right. So uh, this Pennsylvania prosecutor was demoted for delivering for DoorDash well on the job. While on the job. Yeah. <laughs> So we've all heard about side hustles and just how profitable they can be. But one Pennsylvania prosecutor took his side gig just a little too far. Apparently, he was delivering more than courtroom addresses. He decided that his salary of $125,000 per year was just not quite enough to get by on. And so he started moonlighting as a DoorDash delivery man. Nice. Hmm. He said, I primarily work the job at nights and weekends. However... I made the incredibly poor decision to deliver during the workday at times. <laughs> <laughs> so he reportedly delivered during the workday uh, intermittently between October and January. He paid for the, the delivery time while on duty by giving up unpaid vacation hours and was demoted from his first assistant district attorney to deputy district attorney. Here's how you know it's really bad. His boss said that the importance of redemption and second chances were reasons to keep him on the office payroll. Oh, no. Maybe I'm ignorant, but I don't think it's that bad. Uh, That's pretty bad. So was he in court, like, on Zoom while he was delivering? That's kind of what, yeah, like, to what extent was he, because I feel like, oh, you just... You know, you gotta respect getting more the hustle, bang for man. your buck. Yeah, respect I mean, the hustle. I respect the hustle, but it's not really a hustle if you're like double dipping your hours, right? So like, yeah, you're supposed to be doing true. paperwork as a prosecutor mm-hmm. in the office, and you're just not, and you just leave for mm-hmm. like two hours to do delivery gigs mm-hmm. on the side. I feel like that's not even really a side hustle anymore. Yeah. You're just kind of substituting. If you're getting paid by hour and you're clocking hours doing something else, that's wrong. Yeah, and that's what he was doing. He's right. paid to deliver convictions, not pizzas. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my story. Florida school principal and daughter arrested for hacking homecoming election. So the Florida Department of Law Enforcement has arrested a Tate High School student and her mother, an elementary school assistant principal, on charges of allegedly hacking student accounts in order to place fraudulent votes for the Tate High School homecoming queen last November. That's more retribution than we got for the election last November. (laughs) Yeah, probably the the second most secure election we had last November. (laughs) Oh, my God. So the mother used her credentials as a principal because I guess the whole school system is on like, uh, you know, Google Classroom or something like that. She used her credentials to access student accounts and she cast uh, 246 votes for her daughter. She got caught because 117 of the votes were flagged as fraudulent by the system because they had all originated from the same IP address. Hmm. Classic. Yeah. Probably all like at the same time. Hey, that's like the best national system. (laughs) (laughs) They can show you the fraudulent votes, right? So the, the daughter also got in a little bit of trouble because she was bragging about her mom changing the votes and signing in. So, <gasps> yeah. Oh, my gosh. gosh. How dumb do you have to be? Probably asking. She is blonde, though, by Ma- the way. Maybe she does deserve to win prom queen. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> She's vapid enough for it, yeah? 
So the daughter has been expelled from the school and her mother placed on uh, suspension, which I thought she would just be fired. But hey, that seems kind of harsh. It seems like a cushy job. I think you get expelled over that. I feel like homecoming queen is a frivolous thing anyway. So it's not worth getting fired over. It's just, you know, get a slap on the wrist for it. So I think that's fair. I don't know. I feel I've, well. The, the the big deal is that the mom was accessing the private accounts of these different students. Is the big deal? She was like abusing her. Yeah, authority. I I agree with the punishment for the mom. I think getting expelled from the school is a little bit harsh, though. Yeah, I hope she's not maybe like on. academic suspension or something because she's probably a senior, right? Yeah, she is. So like what? Like she's gonna be gone in a couple months mm. anyway. So who cares? Yeah. But you know, I I would like to applaud the state of Florida, the integrity of their elections. <laughs> unparalleled apparently mm. now if only we had such a system in place for the u.s government uh, that would be something wouldn't it <laughs> all right so mine is moving back up to ohio um ohio man calls police after raccoon ransacked kitchen and hid in dishwasher so police in ohio were surprised to discover a masked bandit in a local home on monday but it wasn't a human burglar so police sent their quote, resident absurd animal call officer, <laughs> <laughs> patrolman John Metso to investigate. And sure enough, Metso found a raccoon sleeping in the dishwasher when he arrived. Mm. Apparently, the animal had broken in through a bathroom light. It's really weird. Somehow got through the interior of the house, came through a bathroom light, and ransacked the kitchen before settling in for a nap under some dirty dishes according to the police report. He must have been like living in the ceiling or something and just mm -hmm. come out of the light. And he's got exceptionally fat and fell through the ceiling. <laughs> no, he got exceptionally skinny so he could squeeze through the light fixture. Oh, in my mind, he was just... Because you know how like where you have the, the recessed lighting or something? I yeah. In my mind, he just kind of like <laughs> fell through. <laughs> oh my gosh. So apparently this guy, this policeman, Metso, is known locally in the city west of Cleveland for responding to other odd calls involving animals, like the time a kangaroo got loose from its pen in 2015, mm -hmm. I'm assuming at the zoo, and the time a cow fell off a trailer and wandered away in 2019. So he was <laughs> called to rescue both of those animals. So I don't know if he's like an animal whisperer or something, but he's their resident <laughs> animal policeman. <laughs> so it is verified that this cow was in fact an animal. <laughs> Caleb! <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I love. Moving on. <laughs> I love how they, like, accuse the cow of wandering away. Like, what else are you going to do if you're a cow? Right. Like, just sit she there. She can't go shopping. You're going to sit there, or you're going to walk. Yeah, you're going to walk <laughs> away, or you're going to sit there. You're like, you got a 50 50 shot. Yeah, it's pretty smart to, like, get off the road if you fall off a trailer. Back on it. Yeah, you'd think. I'll say that again. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty smart to get off the road and out of the way of traffic if you fall off a trailer. The question is, right. how far did he wander away? I don't know. Was it well, like it's a first of all, it's a, a she. cow chase? It's a she. Thank you. Okay. Because it's a cow. And you're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And next up, we're going to talk about Nike, actually. Something that we don't usually talk about on this show. Just do it. <laughs> fine <laughs> <laughs> so the nike go fly ease shoes 
or were just released recently. And the question of the day is, are they cool or not? So Nike released their hands-free shoes for pre-sale this last week. Some people that I've talked to think that they look functional and efficient, while others argue that they look like grandma's favorite pair of slippers. It should be mentioned at this point that Nike is not a sponsor of this show. So Nike, you owe us one for this, of course. Yep, uh, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yep, raking in the big money here. What do you guys think? Do you think the shoes are nice or overpriced? So the thing is, the, the shoes are little like step-in, hands-free design. You know, it they kind of fold in half. It's actually kind of a genius design. Like they, they split the shoe in half. Mm-hmm. And then you have, yeah. I, I think it's functioning just entirely off of the tension of this rubber band that goes around. I'm making these shoes sound very ghetto, but like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is, I feel like it's smart and creative, mm-hmm. but I'm worried about the f- functional structural integrity of the shoe like how long is it going to last before the band gets worn out or you keep sliding it in and out and it like gets too stretched out or something and they're suddenly the shoes are too loose or the band snaps completely so so here's the thing from looking at the shoes it looks like the band isn't really stretched out in either uh confirmation so like if it's open or if it's closed it's kind of at the same spot so there's not really a lot of extra tension on it so i don't think it's going to get stretched out it's just a matter of like slipping your foot in where mm-hmm. it kind of stretches out. So, yeah, I don't know if that's. I, I don't know if it's gonna last a long time or not. I don't. I like the look of laces. These look kind of like work shoes. Like I used to work at a grocery store, and these look like the shoes that people would wear, like the slip-on, like no-slip shoes that people have to wear for these jobs where you have to wear an odd, specific kind of shoe where it's like black and not distracting and blah 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 to match the uniform like that's kind of what they look like so to me it's like while it's a clever design in some ways it kind of just look lame i i don't know i feel like laces have been around since what probably like i mean since medieval times so why have we never have they yeah oh i didn't know that. <laughs> how do you think knights put their armor on they had straps and oh oh i thought you uh, for shoes well i mean for shoes too yeah so i mean have you ever looked at robin hood's shoes those little booties he's got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute little booties. They got little laces in the front. Oh, really? That's where why we use laces. Well, yeah, but that's like, then again, that's the modern depictions of Robin Hood, so we don't really know what Robin... No, we <laughs> actually have photographs of Robin Hood. <laughs> no from way. The, from the they 11th must be, century. They must be in black and white. <laughs> uh, they are, actually, yeah. That's They're A little fantastic. bit grainy, too, but you can still <laughs> see the laces clearly on his Just really boots. make it out. Yeah. I think laces have been around long enough. I think it's time for them to go. Nobody in space is going to be wearing laces, and we're... You know, Elon Musk is, is shooting us up there, so I think by the time we're on Mars, we got to get rid of the laces. See, I disagree. You ever there's seen an been, astronaut wear laces? Yeah, I didn't think so. There's been... Velcro yes, shoes. Astro- <laughs> there's been slip-on shoes before, like things like, you know, Keds, Vans, they have slip-on brands. Crocs. Really? I've never heard of a slip-on shoe. Crocs. So there's all kinds what of like... What is this new There's Marvel all of kinds science? of slip-on <laughs> shoes, so it's not like that new that I think it'll discontinue laces. I think laces will still live on. It's pretty new for a training shoe, though. Mm-hmm, that is true. Like, there haven't been a lot of athletics shoes that have been designed without laces. There's a lot of shoes, though, that are like where there's not really a tongue, and so the laces don't matter as much. Like, like the shoes I'm wearing siblings, right now. Yeah, and so they're basically slip-on. Like, people... The laces are almost just for the looks. Yeah, exactly. And so that's my point is I don't think it's in that way. The fact that it's slip-on is not that much revolutionary. Mm-hmm. 
And I think losing the look of the laces is just dumb. So I'd rather just get the sneakers that Nike already has with laces and no tongue. You'd rather just have like superfluous uh, string on top of your shoe is what you're saying. Yeah, because I think it looks good. Interesting. All righty. It's <laughs> lacking without the laces. <laughs> just looks bad. It's kind of flat and duck-like. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now, there are two things that go together, and that is weddings and music, oftentimes. Unless I, you're uh, deaf. Yes. I've never been to a wedding, so I cannot verify this fact. But if we come up with a list of songs that you definitely would not want to hear at your wedding or at the reception. So everybody likes Michael Buble. But here's a song by Michael Buble you probably wouldn't be too excited to hear. That's like for an arranged marriage. Right. Or something like that. Or maybe it's like, I don't even know you. Like one of those situations. Yeah, right. (laughs) What are those situations? Who are you? I don't even know who you are Uh, anymore. It's a Vegas wedding right there. Oh, oh, no, no, Oh, what happens in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, boy. There's a reason there's a road that goes straight from Vegas to Reno. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. What about uh, this classic by the Rolling Stones? You want. <laughs> you can't always get what you want. I mean, I've heard of like you know giving up and settling, but mm-hmm. that wouldn't that would just hit a little too f- close to home for a lot of people, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, al- along the lines of settling, if you're marrying a rebound. Not hiding anything. They say be truthful and have no secrets with your spouse. Maybe maybe you should play that at a vow renewal ceremony. (laughs) That might be even better. Yes. Now, uh, there's vow renewals, and then there's second weddings. And then, you know, at those, if you're the best man, you give, you know, you stand up to get your speech at second wedding, be like, ding, ding, ding. uh, Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, today on episode two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Tonight on Ben's second wedding. Now, I I guess depending on who you are, um, (laughs) this might be appropriate or not. Aerosmith classic. Who's wearing the pants in that relationship? (laughs) Uh, Maybe nobody. (laughs) Let's just say, if you're marrying a Stacy, don't do this song. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Classic right there. Nice. Now, if you want a great song to play to set the tone for many years of great relationships with your in-laws, hit this song. If she leave us alone, we would have a happy home. Sent from down below. Mother-in-law. 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 Mm. 
Evil, evil mother-in-law. It's such a classic song. Conniving, <laughs> getting in all your business. Oh, no. No, it's good enough for my daughter. Just digging around in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of digging. So that's for the Fortune 500 CEOs on their like fifth or sixth wife. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I can't tell if that's like insulting to the wife or like just a a sort of bragging by the best or the, the the groom. Possibly, you could see it both ways. You know, it could yeah. be one of those it's like catch twenty two. You're like you're trying to show off, or right. Yeah. And even if, even if you're bragging as the groom, though, mm-hmm. it's also still kind of insulting to the groom because it's saying she's only marrying you for oh, your yeah, money. Oh yeah, absolutely. But he may not care though. <laughs> what a sad existence. <laughs> Is there really anything more awkward than the music that you choose for your wedding, though? I cannot say, because like I said, I've never been to a wedding. So you've got like this wide range of ages and this wide range of people who think that various things are appropriate. Uh, I see. <laughs> just play the wobble. <laughs> I just play gospel music. Go- <coughs> yes. I mean, if you're going down the aisle, just stick with instrumental. I went to a wedding um, one time and the guy walked down to like... First of all, the guy walked down the aisle, period, and his best men, which, like, That's is kind of normal. unnecessary. Anyway, it doesn't matter how you do it, but the way I would I would not recommend would be to play, like, intense man country music as the guy walked down the aisle. Yes, do it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did he play Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain? <laughs> no. <came down? laughs> that would have been great. That would have been hilarious. It would be another very inappropriate yeah. wedding just song. In gen- <laughs> just in general, I feel like when people are walking down the aisle, I personally don't like when people use song with words because I find it kind of distracting. Mm. You start singing along instead of paying attention. Yeah. And if you don't like the song, it's like more annoying. Mm. But I, I mean, songs that. with words in the reception, that's all fine. All right. So, yeah, keep those in the back of your mind whenever you're making your wedding playlist. <laughs> if you see any of those, take them out, or you might have some problems. Run away. Run away, run away, baby. Oh, that's another <laughs> song. Doggone it. Oh, no. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hills, though, 101.7 FM. When I was about seven years old, in my hometown, we had a massive cicada invasion. Really? It happens about once every 13 years, yeah, uh-huh. in Tennessee at least. So that was, you know, you can hardly walk on the sidewalk without crunch, 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 <laughs> crunch. It was, it was a fun time. More stories where that came from. But apparently the Midwest is coming up close on their own cicada apocalypse. Yes. Pending for invasions. So every 13 to 17 years, it kind of depends on which brood uh, you're dealing with. The cicadas, billions of them will emerge underground all at once to mate before dying, like laying their eggs and then dying and then the new guys will, you know, grow for 17 years and they'll come out and the cycle will continue. So this year, brood number 10 is going to emerge from the ground and do their thing before dying. And this is kind of special because Jackson County, Michigan, which neighbors Hillsdale just to the north, is home to brood 10, which is going to come up and invade the Midwest pretty soon. It should be within it's the season starts about now and it keeps going on for the next couple of months. So, according to this article from NBC News, prepare to see billions of these things flying around and making noise. 
Now, Hillsdale County itself is home to parts of Brood 13, which is set to emerge in 2024. I love that they have, like, the different broods classified. Yes. Yeah. That's like, pretty there, legit. There are people who study these things. Yeah. <laughs> people who give their lives to cicada science. You know, <laughs> right. so cicadas, when they come out, they all just kind of chill on the ground, and some of them would mm-hmm. go in the trees. But that's why they would just cover all the sidewalks, but they'll be alive. It's just constant noise. And we had this friend who loved to, when you would pick them up by their wings, their legs would just like mm-hmm. make a bunch of movement. I don't know really how to explain it, but they would kick around all their legs. And so we had this friend that would pick up one by its wings and then pick up another one by its wings and put them close to each other so their legs would get all caught up together oh and they'd gosh. be stuck together. It's a psychopath. Wow. That is uh, yeah. sick. Also, so, like... 17 years is a really long time. I'd never realized that they were that old when they came yes, out. Yes, like, they live almost their entire lives. And then they go upstairs for a little while, and then they die. <laughs> Before they go really upstairs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, if these they were th- a good cicada, that that's is. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not even theologically correct, but we will overlook it. <laughs> anyway. Duh. Anyway, so the, the sound that these guys make when they get together is stupidly loud. So... Let's take a listen to this guy on YouTube who recorded a bunch of cicadas in his backyard. <laughs> Just listen to that sound. Just listen to there it. must be a million cicadas living in our trees. They're flying everywhere. I don't know if you can see it or not. Nope, it's wrong radio. But that sound is so loud and so annoying. And it's been going nonstop 24 hours. Wow. Pretty nuts. That's so loud. Mm-hmm. Nonstop for 24 hours, like you said. Also, do you realize that this is probably the first one of these is going to happen in our lifetimes? In this area. In this area. Yeah. Because there's different ones. They're not all on right. the same cycle. Yeah. But yeah. That's insane. Did if you guys ever, like, catch the cicadas when they came out of the ground when you were kids and watch them hatch? We don't get them where I am. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Not I like do this. That. I was just thinking how backwards it was that these things were probably like twice my age when I was <laughs> doing this. <laughs> just terrorizing them. That's kind yeah. of weird. It's, I'm, sh- I bet they last so long because they're underground. Because I don't like bees don't live seventeen yeah. years. You know, that's yeah. a pretty long life. Well, they're gonna for come up. Billions of them. They're gonna take over trees and landing mm-hmm. in all of our homes and places of businesses. Now, yeah. I for one welcome our new insect overlords, and if I may be presumptuous suggest that they may find benefit from having friends such as myself in the media to keep their new human subjects in line. <laughs> just, just Way to be that a suck up, Nick. Wow. Putting that out there for our cicada wow. overlords. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever seen Mars I will, Attacks? I will cook them and dry them and eat them like chips. <laughs> you don't have to dry them. They're already crunchy as is. Uh, I think I don't want the juices coming out. Oh. <laughs> I chew on them. You've been listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Come back and see.